TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. All right, we are back, and we've got a chance to talk to Randy Sampson. Uh, it's always a lot of fun. Anybody who, even if you're not a horse racing fan, uh, I would imagine that the number of eyes on the Kentucky Derby yesterday were enormous. The racing conditions, and Randy, I uh, I made a mistake. I watched the end of the race. I saw the uh, post-race, uh, the quick interview, the one about 60 seconds after it was over, and I uh, turned the TV off only to turn my computer on and say, I may have turned that off just a little bit too soon. The entire history of the Kentucky Derby first time that's happened yes i uh well thanks dave for having me on i but yes i uh think you turned it off at the right time the rest <laughs> of it got got silly after that it was really unfortunate i think that uh you know in the case where the best horse crosses the finish line first and uh you know the fans think they've cashed the ticket on the favorite boy i sure hate to see a 20 minute delay and then and then change of the order but that is the steward's prerogative. It's like officials in any sport. And, but yes, first time it's ever happened. Uh, I, you know, certainly wish we, that wasn't uh, the outcome. And, and I know a lot of fans left there uh, unhappy that had had tickets on maximum security. But it is what it is. Yeah. What was the buzz out there as that's going down? You get more horse racing aficionados out there. Did you guys understand it? Know it? Have a feeling about it? I think uh uh you know number one it was a it was a crazy long delay but in uh I think everybody expected that the horse would not come down because it is the Kentucky Derby and and they've never done it before and and it's just such a significant uh you know significant issue that you hate to have a you know an incident that did not affect the outcome of the race you know the horse clearly um you know the winner clearly bumped the other horse and impacted it, but it was a horse that was going backwards and wasn't going to go anywhere anyway. And it didn't affect the, you know, first, second, third horses. So, but we were, you know, so yes, I think everybody was surprised. Everybody was disappointed. And, you know, a few people with country house tickets at $130 were really happy. <laughs> Sid? Money, is that worse to a Kentucky Derby winner? Well, that is part of the, you know, big part of the issue on your normal race. You know, there, there's money involved for the purses, but, uh, you know, not, uh, you know, nothing like this. Here you not only have the, the fans impacted, but the purse winnings for the owners, but even bigger is the value of that horse as a Kentucky Derby winner, as a stallion, you know, potential triple crown winner. Uh, you know, it's a huge, huge impact, and I guess that's why it's never happened in 150 years before where they took down the, the winner. But by the, you know, the uh, jockey had an interesting comment that there was actually the trainer, Bill Mott, who used to train here at Canterbury in the early days, said, you know, on a 5,000 claimer at at a track, you know, this horse would come down, and so it probably should in the Kentucky Derby also, and, and the uh, stewards saw it that way. 
Randy, uh, been a lot written in the last year about horse racing in California. A lot of question is to the future of it. You guys, uh, you've weathered so many things at Canterbury. Talk for a minute, if you would, about the state, uh, status of uh, horse racing in Minnesota, the health of the industry, which seems to be pointing in all the right direction. It really is uh, as good as it's ever been. It's our 25th year. We're having having a great time, and we had a huge crowd yesterday. The weather was beautiful, and and I'm not sure if it was an all-time record, but it was right up there. Uh, just a fantastic day of racing. Everybody was all dressed up in their, you know, the ladies in their hats, and so there's certainly a, you know, a lot of interest still in in Minnesota and horse racing on a national level. It it has declined, and we've been fortunate here to you know, be able to maintain a fan base and get people out to the racetrack and, and uh, give them an entertaining experience. You know, the uh, situation with uh, Santa Anita that you mentioned that, um, you know, there are concerns about the industry and how, you know, safety of the horses, every everything, you know, as we're seeing in sports, you know, they're becoming more concerned about uh, concussions and football and hockey. And, you know, people are being more aware of, safety of, of a lot of sports nascar and so it's important that that the horse racing industry also uh you know do everything we can to protect the horses and jockeys because it is a it's a dangerous sport you know randy i sat with you at the track the other day we had a nice visit and i said well you're 25 years now the samsons have owned the track and uh i said well g- give me your one highlight or two highlights and it was a race that you cited but it was not a horse race you said the most interesting night at canterbury was 1998 when jesse ventura had his uh election night party out there and pretty soon it was national coverage yes you're right mike that was uh among a lot of great racing memories that one that one was uh you know, just one of those nights that you'll never forget when the crowd just kept coming and coming and coming and just packed the place with people, you know, drinking beer and cheering and Jesse, we love you. And he's up there saying we shocked the world. And we went from where, you know, they sent the, the third string media guys out there and they were all kind of like, oh, shoot, we got, you know, relegated to the Jesse Ventura Canterbury and pretty soon. They were the national TV. They were going going all all over the world was broadcasting, you know, from Canterbury. So it was it was really quite a fun night. Randy Sid's got a question. Have you ever had any derby horses at Canterbury Downs? Um, we have had. Uh, there was in the early days of Canterbury Downs. Uh, there was a horse uh, unbridled that raced that was was a Kentucky Derby winner. So there has been a in the early days, there was a case where a horse that actually raced at Canterbury uh, was a Kentucky Derby winner, but that's the only one I'm aware of. It's been a long time, and we've had some nice horses. Though actually, yesterday at the on Derby Day, there was a $500,000 stake race that uh, a horse from Minnesota that had raced here several times, won several races here. That's owned by Joe Novogratz, Amy's Challenge. It's called. Ran in a five hundred thousand dollar graded stake race on Derby Day. Ran third. Had a ran a good race. So we still have some great horses that are you know going on to race at the big tracks. Randy Simpson, pleasure to have you on the air, and for being on the air, we'll get you a certificate to Murray's the best stake in town. Thank you. Very good. Thank you, guys. Hey, Randy, thanks, thanks, Randy. Always good to visit with you. Yeah, thanks for being available on short notice. Hi, that's Randy Sampson, back with more after this. Sports Huddle, Sid, Dave, and Mike. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.